I feel like we've got some good banter here. Like I yeah, feel like I think this is going better than is, I expected. Yeah. Like we flow, I was expecting this to be really shitty, but it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the shit is flowing right now. Stuff is happening and it's going to happen. And um, hopefully it's not that shitty. It's a, such a great quote. Stuff is happening and it's going to happen. I love it. I'm going to put that on my wall. Welcome back, podcast listeners, for episode 23 of Not To Be Technical, our 25th recorded episode. It's your boy, uh, Naked Knopf, and uh, naked Gary, Knopf. <laughs> Gary back in the mix. Yeah, I wish. So, you don't look naked to me. Um, so I say naked because um, this is the first episode where Charlie's not joining us, so um, I feel very naked and exposed um, same, to the universe. Same. Yeah, he is normally the one quarterbacking this whole thing. He's the producer, so feels like a ship without sails oh, right now. We have no sails. No offense to um, you, Noff, but you there, do a great there's job. There's holes in the in in the boat, and we're bailing water out while trying to, um, you know, learn how to steer it at the same time. Uh, we're in shambles, Charlie, without you. Uh, but the show still must go on. Am I right? That's right, partner. That's right. And we are here. And I must address that uh, I have been out the last two weeks, and I apologize for that. I've missed you guys a lot, but had some uh, unfortunate deadlines at work. And um, yeah, sucks. But uh, we've missed you dearly. Haven't had much time to spare aside from like eating and sleeping, um, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. So I am back. Glad to be back. Glad to be on the pod with you. Just unfortunate that Charlie couldn't make it, but glad to fill in. Premier return. For our new listeners, we want to give a quick general idea of what the format is. So typically, we start off with some uh, trending tech. We have some follow-ups from the previous episode. uh, And then we jump into a more meteor topic. And uh, in this episode with Black Friday and Thanksgiving around the corner, we're going to talk a little bit about how to find Black Friday deals. Before that, I'm going to flip the script here and say, uh, Gary, how the hell are you? Nafis, I'm glad you asked. I'm doing quite well since I got through some shit at work. I am doing much better now. I'm back on a new meditation streak of uh, so far two days, so... Happy about that. I'm going to start a new one. Yes. Yes. I'm back on that train. And um, just, yeah, man, just trying to take care of myself, dude. That's that's the number one priority right now, I think, for me is trying to, like, manage my stress, like going through some crap at work. Honestly, you know, that's that made me realize that, like, a lot of times, like, I think we get caught up in the day to day shit. And, like, if you don't try to manage your stress and take, uh, you know, take measures to do that it can literally have like a physical effect on you so gary i'm glad you mentioned that so one i want to throw it back um if you haven't heard episode two uh definitely go back to that gary mentions that he has a 200 plus day streak on headspace um on you know just general meditation but uh, gary i felt the same way but it's not just work for me it's kind of like a number of just different life changes in the last like 
couple of weeks to last couple of months. Uh, and just even last week, I when you said like there's like a physical manifestation of stress, I felt that. And I remember even feeling it and being like, all right, I'm starting to feel this like a tight knot in the pit of my chest. And I'm like, I'm just going to ignore it until like the end of the week and try to get some fitness and other things. in. I was like, but I'll take care of myself at this point. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. But I think honestly, I, I know exactly what you feel like. Normally, it's like a tightness in my chest. It's like I would equate the physical feeling I get to like the that sort of like. Uh, alarmed feeling like when you're getting pulled over by the cops except it's like <laughs> oh my god no like it do- oh like god. it doesn't go away it's just there all day um and i think it can be like you know it can be your first inclination to want to ignore it or like go away from it but i think it's actually like what i've learned is it sounds counterintuitive but it's a good thing to just actually focus on the physical sensation and then so it stops kind of the cycle between the physical and the mental and it getting much worse as a result. So that's what I've been trying to do. I've been learning some techniques to, to manage that stuff, trying to implement it. But, uh, you know, it's a daily, daily thing. Yeah, you got to be aware. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on my end, the way I've been thinking about it is, I mean, I think part of it is because it's that time of year where uh, you, you get thankful about shit and uh, you start reflecting. So, um, you know, the idealist and the optimist in me kind of like first starts off, I was like, oh my gosh, I have all these opportunities in life. And I'm, you know, so happy to have all these opportunities to give me stress. Um, I say that in a sort of cynical way because that's my first response. And then I'm like, okay, pull off the cynicism off. Like things are actually going great. There's a lot of, there's a lot of positive change in life. I just love how that, like just the very way you describe it. Like, yeah, I guess this is the time of year where we're like thankful for shit or something. Like, (laughs) yeah, but so that does come out of me. I always get like sort of a cerebral state of mind. Um, either when it comes to this time of year or just when I get through more like stressful periods. So I kind of just try to pull myself away from that for a moment and like stop being cerebral and be like, all right, um, what actually matters? What is actually stressful? Am I just making this more stressful than it needs to be? And like, sometimes I just kind of have to like put my head down and do stuff, whatever it is that needs to be. Or like, is it just like, am I think, cause I find myself getting stressed out about something that I know will happen in one to two days um, that will then deter me from doing as much as I need to beforehand. Like, let's say, for example, knowing that Charlie's out of town for the podcast, and I'm like, oh shit, oh, what now a, I'm stressed out example. for these next two days. And it's stressed out right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I totally get you. I totally get you. But um, the first step is being aware of it. So that's good that you're aware and, yeah. um, you know, just finding ways to manage it. And that's that's all you can really do. Hell yeah, Gary. Well, I'm glad you're back on the yeah, pod. I don't, I, I don't mean to, to get better. so serious right off the bat. Um, I like know, this. Delving I like into this. like a mental health discussion. But um, <laughs> I just thought I would mention it because it, yeah, it's it's been a little stressful. Like I'm killing myself at work and like every once in a while you have to kind of recalibrate to like, dude, this really is like nobody's going to live or die if like some accounting work doesn't get done. So like, <laughs> you know, it's pretty stupid at the end of the day to, to fret over it. Those types of things keep me up at night too. If things aren't like resolved or like finished and I am working on letting that go, at least in my head mentally. To switch gears entirely, there's a follow-up that um, neither of us have done. I feel like it's definitely been on more of my shoulders uh, than it has been on yours, Gary. Um, but we've been meaning to post on Instagram about a particular kind of content, um, more of content of when Charlie was a little larger. Um, 
By any chance, have you heard I, our discussion on whether we should post Fat Charlie content in the previous episodes? I, I have. I thought that you guys kind of came to the conclusion that you were going to ask the audience about whether they felt okay with it or, you know, whether they wanted the Fat Charlie content or not. Gary, I, uh, I'm going to assume that you've been, um, you know, a little bit off social media and stuff since you've been quite busy. Uh, and I can tell you, I have not done it? that. Did I miss it? Did I miss No, you did not miss it. Okay, I haven't okay, done okay. it. The, I was the poll say, is not okay. done. I've not okay. done this poll. Um, but I haven't asked you candidly. Uh, how do you feel about posting this Fat Charlie content? Do you think we need, do we need to pull the audience or should we just rip the bandage off? And I, I think let's just rip the bandaid off. I mean, we're only kind of making fun of Charlie here. Um, so I guess, you know, if you just compare it to, what he currently looks like. It's just funny to look back. Like it's, it's almost like a positive thing. Like, yeah, look at this transformation, you know, we're going back. It's a before and after, and we can marvel at how far Charlie has come, you know? All right. Transformation Thursday coming back up or TBT, whatever you want to call it. Fat Charlie content, get excited. Um, so aside from that, uh, from our just general social content, we've got a ton of polls um, so the first one is going to be a follow-up from our Halloween or post-Halloween episode. You know, Charlie had purchased a number of items off Amazon, then returned most of it. Um, so the question on Instagram was, do you also liberally return things on Amazon? The polling was 76% yes, 24% no. I think, um, I'm not surprised here. Uh, I think most, I'm actually surprised that the 24% no is a lot higher than I would expect. I, I feel like people agreed. who are saying no, like don't use Amazon much. Yeah. Agreed. I think, you know, I, I know that I return shit like crazy and I don't even buy like clothes or anything that, you know, necessarily would, would be like something that you would expect to be a high return percentage, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that they just make it so easy, like you can drop it off basically anywhere. Um, yeah. There's always a place like within two minutes of my house that I can drop right? it off. It's like UPS, Whole Foods. Yeah, they make Coles. it easy. So I don't even have to package it. Like I don't have to go stand in line and wait at, uh, you know, a TJ Maxx to like return something. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm honestly surprised it's not higher as well. Um, Who the hell is going to then, TJ Maxx to return their Amazon packages? No, 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 no. I'm saying if you had oh. bought an article of clothing from TJ Maxx, you'd have to go return. Like if you if you oh, buy it at that a normal brick and mortar store. No, no, like no, 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 no. I think Kohl's is one. Yeah, maybe TJ Maxx is one too. I don't know. Yeah, I could see it being. But, one. I don't. I don't. I'm gonna assume it's not though. Yeah. It, yeah. If you're a part of that 24%, you probably just don't use Prime or something because once you have Prime and you buy a ton of stuff, like I just don't feel guilty about it. Uh, I definitely felt more guilty about things like clothes in the past. Um, but I think I, I, I might have mentioned this in the last episode. It was meeting Charlie and he's just like, yeah, like inaccurate website description. And then after that, I've uh, turned a new Yeah, leaf. I mean, all, all these no percentages guilt. are already factored. Like they know exactly or like pretty close to what the return percentage is going to be on a particular item, I'm sure. So, you know, it's part of the business. Data science. I, I, I also think maybe the 24% isn't aware that sometimes they just let you keep the item. You just click return, you get your money back and they're like, just keep it. Don't even bother sending it back. I have that experience often with Wayfair. Um, really? I just recently bought, yeah. So I like, especially I think of Wayfair as like furniture mostly. They, they let you keep some furniture. 
Yeah, so I think it tends to be like more costly or annoying for them to even get it shipped back. Um, Interesting. Especially if you say it's like a defect. Um, a lot of times I've either just said there's like, like sometimes it's not like a full defect, right? Like it's just something that's like an annoyance for me. And then they'll like refund the product and just tell you to keep it. So I've had like nightstands that I've bought. Um, and then there was not holes drilled into them. So I had to drill my own holes to then like assemble the product. And I was like, Hey, I'm fucking pissed about this. Like, this is supposed to like be easy to assemble, not like me right. have to pull out tools to make this work. Um, I bought like a plant stand recently. And I mean, honestly, I was returning it because I got the wrong color, but also it was in terrible shape and it was falling apart. And I bought it for a considerable amount, like over $70. And they just were like, here, it's a refund. You can keep it. And you can, they're like, wow. you know, you can, most places will take bulk trash. And I was like, what? Okay. Like, it's kind sure. of amazing. Like, it just makes me wonder how much fucking money that they're raking in that they can afford to do that on, on like large items let you like keep that. Shit. Like the one, yeah. the one thing that I had Amazon tell me to keep was like a $10 set of doggy shoes that we had gotten for... Uh, our little Yorkie. <laughs> and so they were like really tiny shoes. When we when we went to North Carolina for um, the holidays last year, it was going to be pretty cold and, and possibly snowing. So we got him these little boots and he absolutely and he hated like them. He like, up. Yeah, like, yeah, he couldn't. He was he was like, um, if you remember that scene from uh, from Harry Potter, where there's like the kids are trying to come over or overcome their fears. And one of them has like a big spider pop up. And then he imagines him in like roller skates and the spider's like falling all oh, over yes, himself. Oh, yes, I do remember that. That's kind of what the dog was like. He was like, That's a pretty to... niche, uh, like, <laughs> example. Well, you know, I'm all, about, I'm all about Harry Potter nowadays. So I make, you know. I see it's fresh in your mind still. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I, yeah. I bought a dog bed off Chewy and I returned it, not because there was anything wrong with it. I just realized that my dog was going to get a lot freaking bigger. And I was like, all right, let me just get a bigger size and let me keep it. And I kept it nice. for a long time, actually. It was so really do nice you have do you have like a closet full of shit that they've let you keep that you didn't actually need, or do you always end up like using it? It's just kind of um, like stuff that's a pain in the ass, like the holes you had to drill or something like that. Some things I've kept. Most things I I don't like to. I like to declutter. Otherwise, it starts to bug me. Um, yeah. So just donate more, it. I would like to say it. donate things. I usually trash it. I'm trying to get into a better habit of donating yeah. things. Yeah, that's fair. No, you're you're not a bad person. Um, it's it's easier uh, to bad. just throw, <laughs> especially if it's if it's actually like a defective thing. I mean, you know, definitely clothes. I've thrown away more than I've needed to until Charlie's actually been on my tail. About okay, it. that's good. He's like, dude, you can just like, there's a lot of places you literally just drop it off. In a yeah, box it's like, it's okay. one thing if it's like a, a a large thing that's a pain in the ass to haul if if you don't have like a truck or something like that. But if it's something like clothes, then yeah, I'm I'm with Charlie. That's kind of a dick move. You guys are right. Someone could always Audience, use those I'll clothes. be better. I'll be better about. That. I've been better actually. I've already uh, made the right moves to uh, learn how to recycle and um, throw away things that, or donate things that don't need to be thrown away. Good, good for you. Um, good for you. I'm glad. Did we have any other polls to update? From we last we week? actually have quite a few polls. So the next poll is: Does e- does anyone even like ferrets as pets? Um, <laughs> There's very similar turnout uh, as the previous poll, which is 71% no, 29% yes. Interesting. Gary, what are your thoughts here? Uh, 
if you've heard Charlie's recap and his experience. Yeah. Yeah, I did. He had trouble with um, the bathroom. Um, I heard, uh, I, I, I guess like ferrets as pets, it doesn't, it's not something that I think about very often. So it's like, I guess, I guess I would be um, on the yes side of this poll. I would be in the minority because I can understand somebody wanting a ferret as a pet, like wanting maybe a lower maintenance pet. Or something, I don't you know, know that's lower maintenance. I mean, are they? I, I guess they're higher maintenance, maybe than like a cat, right? Yeah. Cats are very low maintenance. Yeah. Um, I just know that they smell. That's honestly, this could be yeah. like me just putting slander out on ferrets' names, but I've just heard that they're they don't smell that great. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, ferrets don't. I, I can't remember the last time that I gave any thought to this, so um, that it's probably why I didn't vote. No worries. Moving on to the next yeah. one, I don't know your thoughts on. <laughs> Does anyone even like Banana Republic? Now, this was more split even. Um, it's 56% no, 44% yes. Gary, where do you weigh in on this? I personally don't have clothing from Banana Republic. I'm not even aware whether they sell men's clothing or not. Um, they sell men's I know my, clothing. They do, okay. Um, it's not as much as they do for the women's side. It's like, right. but it's not as drastic as it is for like something like Forever 21, where like the men's side has like this little square and then the women's is the rest of the mall. <laughs> right. There's like a, no. like more 30 or 40% of the, the store. Okay. I didn't realize that. I, I don't, I don't know if I've ever actually been in a physical Banana Republic oh. store, but I know that my wife has a decent amount of Banana Republic stuff. So um, I guess I would be in the minority on that poll as well i would say yes oh People wow do like banana republic so yeah um i find charlie's commentary last week offensive i i went with no but that's just because they don't fit me um they're just too long on the torso region it just like it'll fit on the shoulders and then goes too low yeah yeah i mean but that's but like you're just saying it just for you but you can the poll is more geared towards does anybody like banana republic so you're saying Nobody likes Banana Republic because it doesn't fit you. Gary, I don't want to argue these semantics. That's what you're You're right, but I'm not arguing these semantics. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. No one I'm being too literal, but yeah, I I think there's people out there that like Banana Republic. This was a solid split. I I wasn't sure how this one was going to turn out. Um, I'm surprised. There's more people that like Banana I will say, I do think you got to see what the demographics are, though. You know, the name of Banana Republic is is a little strange because isn't doesn't it denote like um, I don't know like a fallen democracy or like a place that's like corrupt or like in like civil war or something like that? I mean, it's I don't know the exact right. definition, but it's is like that what that means. No, I just I just like I remember like when like Trump was president, for instance. And this is not a political podcast, but I w- you would see like a, like people on like CNN or whatever would be like. You know, when he would do something bad, he would, they would be like, oh, like, we're living in a banana republic here. Like, is this no real? I didn't know that. That's no, that's a real hilarious. thing. Yeah. So it's I've always been like confused as to why they want to name their brand that. Um, but maybe there's another meaning that I don't know. Hold on. We need we need a follow up live. <laughs> on the pod. Are you live checking me? I, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Damn, that's a loud keyboard there, partner. Um, so in political science, the term banana republic describes a politically unstable country with an economy dependent upon the exportation of a limited resource products such as bananas or minerals. Huh. Holy shit. Okay, so it's just like 
unstable it doesn't necessarily mean like corruption no no i think you're spot on gary gary i give yeah. it to you no i just i i've just heard it thrown around in like the media and stuff so i yeah i did not know that that's, that's a pretty hilarious. random ass thing to throw yeah yeah so gary um in light of again thanksgiving coming up we're gonna go back to um a new motif we've added to our episodes uh, which is what we call our mount rushmore's and uh, for this episode I'd like to hear what our take is on the Mount Rushmore of best Thanksgiving foods. Um, so I best think this one's pretty simple. Foods. Okay. So this is a little bit of an overlap with the one we did previously, which was pies, um, because obviously that's a big part of Thanksgiving. That sounds like an opinion. Um, not everyone that's likes an opi- pies. There's overlap. I- There's overlap. I'm being <laughs> I don't feel like it's an opinion to say that pies are part of Thanksgiving, but um, I feel like you, you're being a little bit combative today for the sake of content, if I may say so. Um, I feel so like someone's got to have that a little bit of the Charlie energy. Yeah, we need some edge. We need some edge. I don't know if the, the sparks are flying as much. We're too we're nice to each other. We're trying, everybody. We're trying. <laughs> we love each other. Yeah. <laughs> if I say anything mean to you enough, just know that um, I don't mean it. But for the audience, oh, I, I do I do totally mean it. Yeah. So uh, do you have a Mount Rushmore or do you want me to go first? I, I don't oh. – I, I think I'm going to have to do this on the fly. I you actually only have thought through the, like, the first couple. So I'm going to kind of do mine on the fly. And then what I'll do is I actually have a voice memo from Charlie about his Mount Rushmore. And I'll play it for you. And then you can go last. So my number one will probably be uh, – green bean casserole i don't know like it's just so delicious and i feel like there's like no other circumstance where i actually eat this type of food aside from thanksgiving so that's got to take the number one spot um i have a uh maybe potentially controversial number two this isn't actually a thanksgiving food or meal per se it's more of a condiment but it's taking my number two which is going to be gravy because it really just turns up all the other dishes up a notch. So gravy is number two. I can definitely respect that. I can respect that. You can't eat Thank turkey you. without a good gravy. You just can't. Right? Especially if it's it white makes mashed potatoes better. It makes yeah. stuffing better. Honestly, it's just like you have everything on a plate and whatever's touching gravy really just works. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. No, I, I think that's totally fair game. I All think right, you've nice. stolen one of mine there. Yeah. Number three is going to, I'm going to bucket this together because they're kind of similar in flavor profile to me. So it's going to be like, um, uh, it's going to be um, like the uh, sweet potato casserole, especially if it's got like marshmallows, you know, baked on top, sweet potatoes. you know, and then um, pumpkin pie. But I also like, like some sort of like combination of like pumpkin pie, like a pumpkin dessert with like pecans that together, like those, those so all the three pumpkin are pie, that's, that's rounding out your list then. That's number four. Right? No, so that's three. Like, so number three is like those desserts in general together. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a pretty, because they're similar wide, to me. Yeah. I, I feel like you got to pick one. I feel like Do you got to pick one. I think so. Yeah. Because there's not that many like different Thanksgiving foods to choose from. So all I right. feel like. You can't just really lump together like two or three things in fairness. I lump together like two desserts you know, if that it's are a, kind of the same. They're both If it's orange. a pie, you got to pick one pie. I'm sorry. Fuck. Shit That's or fun, get Gary. off the pot. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say pumpkin pie. It, it'll, it's going to take the cake. Good one. Um, Good one. No pun intended there with the cake part. Don't even know if 
pies are considered cakes. I don't know where the umbrella starts in the hierarchy, but big ass cookies. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that's that's from that's from Parks and Rec. Tom oh, okay. Haverford had a bunch of food names, and I think pies were called big ass cookies. Okay. Yeah. I can't believe I'm so surprised. There. I don't remember Sorry. that. I actually so binged it. Have... I think during COVID. <laughs> do you have a fourth um, one? Fourth one. I was honestly trying to buy time. I'm going to be honest with you. I really. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to come up with four either because I really I don't. Four. I don't so, particularly care for a lot of Thanksgiving foods. I know I'm probably going to get flamed for that, but like. For instance, like the cranberry sauce or whatever, like that's that's not my jam. I'm sorry, I'm not down with that. Um, this is gonna like I'm gonna go with a lot my of four. people, but okay, I'm gonna go. With I was trying to buy you a lot more time there. Thank so you. I saw you were doing it. I could okay. see it. I was like number four. <laughs> um, this one's basic, but I'm gonna say it anyway. It's gonna be mac and cheese because oh, that's a great one. I thought you were gonna say turkey. Oh, so it's yeah. not gonna be turkey. Like turkey is great, but it's not. It, it, it it is there to be the centerpiece of the meal, but like I feel like the sides really make it for me for Thanksgiving. And like mac and cheese can be a hit or miss because not everyone does it well. But I would say more people than not go like the extra mile for mac and cheese. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because normally, like the way I think of it is like mac and cheese is oftentimes the dish that you know, somebody will bring, like, that's like the only thing they're bringing. Um, yeah. So they really, they really go ham on it, you know? Nice. All right. I'm going to play this voice memo from Charlie. What is up? It's your boy, Charlie here from San Fran. Hoping you guys are doing good without me. I believe in you. Not really, but here we go. I got a Mount Rushmore of the best Ouch. Thanksgiving stuff that does not include Turkey. I don't know why I made that rule up, but that's my rule. I didn't know that was a rule either. First thing, it's going to be stuffing. I love some stuffing. Uh, Put a little gravy on that bad boy. You're you're doing good. Green bean casserole. Love a a good green bean casserole. There we go, Charlie. Let's go. Damn, I already had this list. I can't remember shit. What was the other thing? I like ham, but only the part of the ham that's like got a little bit of like, I don't know, the crispy part on it. It's like a little red. It's not like too chewy. It's very specific part of the ham. And lastly, hmm, ooh, pecan pie. You got to round it out with oh my pecan gosh. pie. Can't go wrong there. We had a whole bound Rushmore pies. Pecan was on it for good reason. Good luck, boys. The, the rare first double Mount Rushmore pecan pie. Yeah. Give it yeah. up. I didn't Give even think up. about that. You're right. Yeah. Um, but so I have a coworker who gets really upset when you – um, say pecan he says pecan and pecan. he will send you a meme of like someone peeing into a can and like the differences between what a pecan <laughs> is and a pecan and i'm like okay um <laughs> That's he's like made it to the pod joke. yeah <laughs> it is. um yeah so uh it's official then all four of my choices have been taken uh i would go with stuffing okay. first and foremost I'm with charlie on that uh, I am with you on the mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is an absolute must. I'm with you also on the gravy. The gravy enhances everything. That might even be my number one, to be honest with you. I feel like you cannot have a Thanksgiving meal without gravy. Um, and then finally, you know what? Since Charlie went pecan pie, I guess I will go with apple pie. Let's do that. Is that oh, still yeah, round it out with pie? apple. I thought you didn't even yeah. like apple. With ice cream. With ice cream. 
Yeah. Oh, with ice cream. Okay. It's just, it's another one of those things. Cream? It's something that I, yeah, Publix ice cream. That's right. <laughs> um, you remembered anonymous remember. listener number two. Um, so yeah, wait, no, that was anonymous listener number one that said that. Yes, uh, I also anyway. have a voice memo from anonymous listener number one um, about his uh, his choices. Uh, Gary, I'm going to play it for you live on the air, but um, we may not be able to post this one for our listeners. Okay, this I want your thoughts pretty, on it. Hold on, while I keep this one up. Then. All right, this is much quicker than Charlie's one. Roasted come, baked come, souffléed come, mashed come. And then probably <laughs> deep fried cum. I, I don't think we had there, any of right? those on our Is list. Is that five? Well, I will say. I like that. Something to... souffléed sounds great. Um, and also, what was the last one? It was roasted or um, I think it was roasted. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Some of the appetizing selections there. So thanks for sending that in. Uh, no, Yeah, thank you, Anonymous. Uh, Anything souffléed. Yeah, sounds great. Um, Gary, before we move on into the hottest of trending tech, uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, cranberry sauce can be good. Most times I think it's pretty basic, but some people who make it homemade, it's a hit. Yeah, I, I think it might be the texture for me. It's just, it, I, I just don't care for it. I never have. I've given it fair chances, but I've never cared for it. Yeah. Apologies to the cranberry cranberry crew out there. Well, moving on to the hottest in trending tech, um, as a little precursor before we kind of get into some of this Black Friday stuff, one thing that's kind of affecting everything is the global chip shortage. Um, it's been a thing that's been affecting supply chains since uh, 2020, uh, and, and not just with you know the global chip shortage, there's also the shipping containers and the routes and all of those things getting messed up. So supply for a lot of technology-related goods, a lot lower especially um, for, I think, the first time in like nine years, I think TVs and monitors at are at their all-time high. Um, not to say that you can't find good deals this year, but they're definitely more pricier than they were last year. For more of a relevant sort of news take here, uh, General Motors said it's going to be conserving its chips for more critical components by removing their heated seat option in some of their models. Wow, that's that's crazy. That's uh, something that's not essential here in Florida, but I would imagine that's exactly what I was thinking. Pretty damn essential elsewhere. Um, I wouldn't want to live in a place that it's essential, frankly. But um, and I feel yeah, like I, the people who might be buying cars from General Motors might be in some of those areas where it's a little bit more Midwest or cold, uh, and uh, that's probably something that they'd like to have, uh, especially yeah. in these coming months. That's some good. That's some good stereotyping from you right there. Yeah, the Rust Belt folks, they just want their GMs and Chevys, am I right? You know, I was trying to be more PC, but yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> no, I think, I, I mean, you're probably right. I mean, I've been, look, there's nothing better than having a nice heated ass in the winter when you're driving in the cold. I mean, really, it, it is a game changer. I, I have been in cold places. Um, during the winter, not like super cold, like um, Minnesota or something like that, but you know, 30 degrees, maybe in the twenties, um, having a warm ass is an absolute game changer. It's honestly, it reminds me of, um, you know, the heated toilet seats in, in Japan that are a thing. Oh. Um, those it, you it's, it's one of those things that you don't realize you needed it all your life until you experience it. Um, and honestly, I right. haven't, I haven't, 
ponied up yet for a nice heated toilet seat and a bidet, but I think that's going to be one of the things on my list maybe. Gary, up I'm Black glad Friday you brought here. up the latter part of that. I wanted to let you know that as I've moved into my new place, one of the first things I installed was a bidet. And I think you're oh going to be love you. next yes. time you come to our place. I, I am going to drive down just to use your restroom. Yeah, that I actually really reminds me. So that reminds me of a poll that I, I kind of am curious about. And oh. um, yeah, that I, and, and I don't, uh, you know, I'm sorry uh, in advance um, for being gross. I know this is like bathroom related, but um, I'm just really curious about it because I've had discussions with some friends of ours um, and they say that it's like 50, 50. Oh, I know where this is going. I know where this is yeah. going. So, so, and this is mostly geared towards men, I suppose, but it could be, you know, geared towards women as well. I don't, I don't um, want to be like putting stuff out there. Like I'm thinking about women in the bathroom though. I don't want to be creepy. Um, so maybe it is just geared towards men, but anyway, uh, what I'm wondering really that is when you, well, Gary. when you, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a wordsmith today. Um, but anyway, what I'm wondering is when you go to the restroom and you know, you got to, you know, go number two, when you have to wipe, do you stand or sit? And this is something that I was surprised to hear is roughly 50, 50, or at least so I've been told. And apparently oftentimes People who are sitters don't know that standers exist. I didn't know they exist. And vice I'm versa. A sitter. You're a sitter. Interesting. Because I'm, I'm a stander. Wow. And, and to be honest with you, logistically, I just, you know, it, I struggled in my head for a long time with how it would even work sitting down. Like, do you reach down from underneath, like in, from the front? That is exactly around? how that works. Wait, are you serious? Or are you yes. messing with me? No. Wait, wait, wait. You reach down in the front from underneath. Yes. Like as opposed to going around, reaching around back. That is correct. Okay. Well, maybe we need, maybe we need three choices for this poll then, because I, I talked to another sitter who said you reach around back, but now you're telling uh, me. Something my different. arm is not long enough to do that kind of thing. I don't think I, I would need orangutan arms to perform that accurately. This is, this is just endlessly fascinating to me. So, I mean, we oh don't have gosh. to get. I don't want to get too gross or graphic. I'm sorry for anyone that's that I've offended who's averse to this sort of topic, but I'm just very curious if we could put this on the poll, what it would come back as. Um, and for our podcast listeners, I know um, quite well that Charlie is a standard. So in case you were wondering where he uh, stands <laughs> so on So you guys topic, have had this conversation before. Um, surprisingly, we've had this conversation quite in depth at work. Uh, with some of our work colleagues. And was it about 50-50 with the other people that you polled as well? The, I'm immediately giving you some survey bias and I'm thinking it was like 70-30 sitting, standing, but I probably remember this poorly. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I yeah, no, you could be right. Um, it might come back like mostly sitting, but we'll see. It's And, and I'll honestly, tell you this, Gary, I have given a couple of attempts at the standing you know, methodology and it just like... It just didn't I mean, feel right. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying there's anything wrong with sitting. You know, I, I think you can get the job done both ways. But it's just um, curious, like that one group doesn't know the other exists until they like broach the subject. You know, poll coming soon, along with Fat Carly, uh, Charlie content. This is tech content. Hell At yeah, its finest. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> while we're talking about tech topics. Gary, why don't you hit us with our next hard-hitting tech topic? 
I got you, Naf. And this is actually uh, a nice segue into our um, other non-tech topic of the day. Honestly, are are we even a tech podcast anymore? I'm not sure. But I always like having a good food topic in there. And so we are this is, yes, this is sort of the food topic du jour, um, which is that the parent company of Burger King, which is called Restaurant Brands, acquired Firehouse Subs uh, for $1 billion. That's a pretty impressive valuation for That's a Firehouse. Lot. I honestly yeah. can't remember the last time I've been to a Firehouse. They do have a good meatball sub. Yeah, I'm scarred, I'm scarred from meatball subs. Uh, for for everyone who's listening, I made a face at Gary as soon as he said that, and I'm just thinking about like Subway meatball subs, and I'm like, oh no, dude, you that's a rookie mistake getting a meatball sub from Subway. That's insane. Honestly. Yeah, I was I was young. Who was gets young the meatball fresh. sub from Subway? That's crazy. Young you need to give fresh. it another chance. Give it another chance. Go to Firehouse. Get a meatball. We can go together, and then we can go use your bidet afterwards. Sounds that perfect. Sounds good. Okay. For, for Firehouse, I only have gone there a few times, and Firehouse is one of these places that gives you a free sandwich on your birthday, and that's more of the times that I've been there than not. I would say like solid eight out of ten times was Firehouse subs, was birthday times. So uh, my birthday is in a month from now, Gary. That'll be the thing that we do. Maybe, okay, we can make a date of it. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, Gary, steering us back to some more sort of Black Friday related news and topics, um, COVID's affected more than just supply chain related issues. Um, It's also been a big hit on the labor market. Uh, I think most people are sort of aware of that. And especially when it comes to the restaurant industry, and we've talked about that in the past. Um, But when it comes to this holiday season, um, typically when it comes to Black Friday and Christmas coming up, um, big major retailers start hiring at mass to you know cover all of this increased um, volume in sales. Um, so to give some general numbers here, Walmart's looking to hire about 150,000 additional employees. Macy's is looking to get 76,000 full-time and part-time employees. And um, I'm surprising, surprised Nordstrom's on this list, but they're almost around 30,000 uh, regular and seasoned employees. So um, given that all of this is, you know, all of these companies are searching for, you know, people to work at the same time, um, it kind of makes it tight. So they're providing a lot of interesting incentives. And Gary, um, I thought this was interesting. So for Walmart, they're providing tuition reimbursement where they're offering some workers free college tuition. Yeah, I've seen this in the past, like a year or two ago, but I think it was more so geared towards like employees that had already been working there. And it's more of like a a talent retention program. Um, In this case, it seems like this is more of like a talent acquisition program where they're just like, hey, we'll reimburse you. And, you know, it's almost it's weird. The thought there is like, hey, work here for like four or five years or however long it takes you to get through school and we'll reimburse you. I don't know what's terrible to me is what I think about is like, I'm sure they have data on knowing how many of these types of people will like go through this program knowing that they're going to get tuition reimbursement, but then they'll probably have a certain number that they know that just like never finish schooling. Um and Damn, cynic Knopf over here. It, Jeez. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking about. There's got to be data yeah. on this. Like Walmart knows that a certain amount of those people are just like. Not I'm sure they factor it in. Yeah, right? but it. I mean, it is still. It's a good perk to offer, um, and definitely makes sense given like the current climate of uh, 
you know, all the labor shortages and everything. I think companies are like having to scramble across like every industry to, yeah. um, to get people, you know, it's crazy right now. I, I, yeah. I honestly don't know like what it is. I like just the overall economy is crazy right now. The supply chains are all like disrupted. There's like so much more money in existence now than was like before COVID um, from Weird all the relief stuff. bills but and everything on the like that. So. Of all the supply chain stuff, I just love that like Amazon is still delivering things so fast. Like I can I can order something right now, I'm sure on Amazon, and it's going to arrive at my door between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m. It's, it's ridiculous. Fucking amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, there's there's yeah, there, there's things on there that you can get literally same day within like um, two, not, not just groceries, but yeah. like normal stuff. Um, I was looking up a Lego set that I want to get. Um <laughs> This not is for you to say it. It's for me. Yeah, it's All for right. me. Um, well, Gary, speaking don't of like Amazon, sets, don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm judging a little bit, actually. Um, <laughs> speaking of Amazon, they're actually offering a 3K bonus for some of their warehouse jobs uh, or a signing bonus. Honestly, um, I don't know how much those jobs go for. It sounds honestly on the lower end, but they're probably hiring so many people that they're probably spending a ton on just acquisition there. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they have an insane amount of turnover um, at Amazon, like with the drivers and delivery people and warehouse workers, like it must be crazy. So I'm sure they're, they're subject to some sort of, um, you know, like period that they would have to pay back that um, sign on bonus if they left within like 90 days or six months or something like that. But um, again, I mean, you know, for a job that you could probably, I would imagine, get one of those jobs, you know, with uh, just like a high school degree or something like that. Like, that's not bad. Pretty decent. No, um, I mean, definitely. I mean, if someone is actually in a position like who's working at Walmart, like it, it I feel like it's a big like area of opportunity. Like you can essentially level the hell up. You can go work at Walmart. You might not love your job, but you're getting free tuition to some school and then you can get out of the situation where you don't need to work for Walmart, which is like an interesting kind of take on it too. Um, that you're working at Walmart to get out of Walmart or like that tier of jobs. Um, yeah. But Hey, yeah. no power I mean, to you. They gotta, they gotta motivate people. Um, it is a lot of freaking work, honestly. Like <laughs> imagine like just killing yourself you know, as an, as an Amazon warehouse person and then having to like do school full time. That's I exactly mean, what I was thinking. You really like, do have to work your fucking ass off to like get out of a certain situation like and, that. And that's know? why I brought up that point originally, right? Is because these jobs are also not easy, you know, like it's looked down upon, but it's like, they're not easy jobs to do. And I'm sure that you're just like, at least like physically fatigued and I'm sure yeah, definitely. Certain ways mentally fatigued. And then it's like, then going back to do school, it's like Walmart yeah. definitely knows some of these people are just not going to be able to make it through, even if they provide it. It's maybe like yeah. some cost they throw, sure. but then eventually someone's like, oh, I've got too much stuff going on in life. I'm not going to take a class this semester. And then yeah. that first semester, they don't take a class. Well, guess what? Stops happening forever. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I had a hard enough time like getting through school like when I didn't have a, right. a job on my hands. Like imagine right? having to like support a family and then, you know, going through a full slate of school. I mean, more power to people who can do that. Yeah. Um, My heart goes out to you. You have all the respect in the world. For sure. For sure. But it's good that those companies are, are ponying up. I think they have to right now. Um, You know, I'm sure there's going to be 
shortages of people and bottlenecks and, uh, you know, like stuff arriving late um, during the holidays and shit, and they're going to be scrambling. So they're going to earn whatever they get for yeah, sure. I'm and sure they're I gonna, think it's they're like gonna one, get it out of them. What's really strange here is like one, it's, you know, some people are kind of living their lives as if this is maybe like a post pandemic era, but like, you know, we're still very much in this pandemic. Um, like COVID is still a thing. There's different variants that are circling around. I'm sure that's a big effect on whether people want to be that public facing in these types of roles too, is maybe avoiding getting sick, um, to a certain degree. But, um, my first thought is like, why would you like, you know, all of these retailers are hiring, um, Amazon makes sense, especially for warehouse workers, because clearly there's going to be a lot of like uptick in purchasing and volume around this time of year, especially around Thanksgiving. And then also like the holiday season that's coming up next month in certain other areas like Macy's, like who wants to go to Macy's to buy stuff? Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I, I, and I hate to say it. I have a fucking Macy's credit card too, because like, I, I don't know why I got suckered into it when I was younger and bought some designer watches, but who's going to I Macy's? Think, you know, I think I have a Macy's credit card as well because I actually bought my wife's uh, engagement ring from Macy's on Black Friday. Funny enough. Okay. Um, well, so that's a yeah. little bit. That's a little bit more niche. Okay. So Gary. I, I finance. I had to finance that. So I got a credit card at the time. It was like zero percent interest for a certain amount of time. I can't remember. But yeah, Did they give you like twenty five percent off the ring. Does it work like that? Uh, it was, I think, maybe like twenty percent off. It was, oh, okay. it was like a pretty good deal. It's probably no, it's probably always like fifteen percent off. So I probably didn't really get as good of a deal as I thought. Yeah, I don't but, know how to call uh, for that kind of stuff. Rings, yeah. diamonds. That's the main thing. Um, and not to not to jump ahead, but that was that's the main thing I've been doing in preparation for Black Friday is just kind of making, uh, you know, a list of sort of all the stuff that I kind of have my eye on and what the normal pricing is so that Ooh. I'll know when the day comes, okay, this is a good deal. I can pull the trigger on this or eh, whatever. Well, you know? Gary, before you get too far ahead, um, the first thing I think of is you just kind of talked about like your, you know, this ring that you bought for your wife, your engagement ring. Um, but have you ever purchased anything off like QVC and their online shopping network? That comes to mind mainly because like that's what they sell is like jewelry and bags. And it seems to be a little bit more targeted towards women. But have you bought yeah. anything off these like live TV shows no, streaming? I, I, I can't say that I ever have bought anything off QVC. I know they do well. Uh, the QVC lady is is on Shark Tank sometimes, I think. Um but yeah, I think it, I feel like it's geared more towards older people as well, um, you know, who are just like home during the day or whatever, like watching <laughs> shit, like don't like to go out that much or whatever. No, um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so what's interesting is like QVC and the shopping network, um, they make like billions a year on this live streaming of selling of like different sort of gadgets and devices to whatever, I guess, their target audience is. Um, I generalized it and thought about it maybe being more like middle-aged women. Um, but I also, you know, I, I've got to say that's the only thing that I've been exposed to and I haven't been really, you know, checking out on what's there. Um, but what's interesting is YouTube is actually going to start putting their foot into the same sort of market. Um, they're going to start having their own new sort of platform for specifically having influencers live streaming the selling of different gadgets and devices. Uh, and it's going to first start off with more tech-related goods. 
um, and I believe clothing. It's funny. I feel like a lot of the trending tech that we talk about is centered around like advertising. And I'm just envisioning like, because I tend to take things to the extreme in my mind, I'm just envisioning like some sort of like Blade Runner like future where it's just like you're bombarded with ads like when you go outside that are just like holograms like everywhere you turn. Um, it's it's just like I feel like more than half of the stuff we talk about is like it's geared towards like, okay, how can we make, you know, like leverage this new tech to like advertise to people or like mine data to like advertise better to, to people. So there's a couple of, it's weird. I, I have the same thought in like, I have a couple of books in mind that come to mind is called subprime attention crisis, where it's about um, that our attention is a commodity. And then, you know, in this case, it's talking about how tech companies uh, are commoditizing our attention and they're selling it in units for advertising packages but the attention is overvalued and all of these tech companies are overvalued and it's a bubble that's waiting to crash. And that's its own thing. But like that combined with sort of sci-fi related books that I've read where like all the screens are always like, um, you know, different advertisements and stuff. Nothing hits me like that whenever I'm getting fucking gas at a gas station that has a screen. It literally drives me nuts. It's like one of those. Oh, my God. I've been startled so much by that screen when it's like super fucking loud. I'm like, what? Like, holy shit, lady. Where did you come from right now? The moment you're trying to have a quiet time by yourself is the way I think about it. It's like, I'm just kind of taking a moment to put some gas in. It's usually where I like my brain literally goes into like a different, it's almost like shower thoughts to me. Your sanctuary is is standing at the gas pump. (laughs) No one's usually coming to bother me at this time. And then it's like, boom, ad hits me. And I'm like, no, how do I? How do I, what do I do? Do I go yeah. back inside the car? It's weird. It'll, it'll be like some fake channel too, doing like trivia or some shit. It's like, who the fuck wants to watch this at the gas station? Like you're not even doing a good job of like selling me whatever you're trying to sell me, honestly. So yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I feel like when, when advertising is more overt like that, I'm more inclined to tune it out. You Agreed. know. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of subtle ways that advertising gets to me that I'm not even realizing. But when I when I'm realizing like, oh shit, I'm being targeted or I'm being solicited, like, nah, like I'm I'm good. Like I tend to tune that out. So the more subtle they are, I feel like the more effective it is. But maybe that's just me. It is effective, know. but I also think, you know, before you know, before I get too deep on the topic, is I almost like some of the more in your face stuff. As long as it's not annoying and it actually feels like it, it, like the whole point of like advertising is it should be targeting the right audience. And if they're targeting me and it's the right time and it's exactly the kind of content I want and the way it's delivered, great. I love it. But the subtle stuff is what's kind of scary. It's like, it makes me think of like the, um, like the subtle imaging that like is supposed to like change your brain and is more like hypnosis. Yeah, you're like right. That's what it makes me think of. But- Actually, now, now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah. Why the fuck would I want subtle advertising to change my brain? Um, just like slowly. I, I'm just, just saying it's, it's probably more effective is what I'm saying. It is. Um, I mean, it's why it's like the brands do I don't a lot of advertising because then you get familiar with it and then you go into a store right. and then you're like, I know this brand. Like, I don't know. This reminds me of when I was in college and I went to Trader Joe's for the first time. And then I was like, I don't know what to buy because I only know how to buy things based on brands, not actual fucking food. Uh, And I had like my own heart attack there. But uh, to double back to YouTube um, before we get fully thrown off without Charlie. (laughs) 
you know, their plan is like, it's called Holiday Stream and Shop. Uh, and again, it's a series of live uh, shopping events with popular like influencers and YouTube creators. Um, so comparatively to QVC, that's something I would never look at. But this actually interests me a lot um, because one, since it's live, it means it should be more relevant. Um, I find myself, at least on YouTube, quite often, especially if I'm looking to buy something, uh, I do a ridiculous amount of research on whatever the product is because that's just like where I'm an enthusiast when it comes to technology related stuff. But it could be the same thing with like a fucking mattress. I'm going to look at every fucking mattress and especially now that there's all these direct to consumer brands. So I think this is cool because uh, I think it sort of hits a couple of different areas really well. One, if it's technology, then you sort of know what might be up and coming. But two, if it's with sort of like an influencer or a specific uh, creator on YouTube that you trust and you've watched some of their videos or you start to get sort of a vibe for, um, it can actually feel a little bit more, um, I don't know, like legitimate. You know, like uh, I think there's a lot of videos that I would say um, by Marquise Brownie, who, you know, posts a lot of like Apple related content, has a, re- a lot of really good like, reviews on stuff. If he's doing a live stream on certain technology, I'm going to tune in and be like, okay, let me actually listen to what he has to say. And I might actually buy this thing if I'm in the market for it currently. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. If you, um, you know, you've, you've kind of already got those built up kind of trusted brands, if you will, with like the YouTube content creator. So um, yeah. it's probably a really smart move in that regard. Yeah. And I think also like where, where they're going to be pushing um, this as this new sort of platform for doing so, I think it's also to, to kind of drive a little bit more revenue. Um, YouTube's not hurting in any way. They're, you know, doing about $7.4 billion in revenue um, just last quarter. Um, so they're doing just fine. Um, but I think there's a little bit of more of hedging of bets where, you know, they're losing some of this advertising capabilities, um, from Apple's, um, you know, you know, Apple pushing their update for disabling the ability to track between apps. Um, and then also trying to, I guess, combat Amazon, um, and, you know, finding ways to be able to get people to search through YouTube, uh, or just purchase things directly through their platform rather than going to another one. So enough of this live streaming, you know, platform that YouTube is presenting. Um, Gary, to get to our main sort of topic today uh, is about Black Friday deals and um, how to find what's relevant to you. Um, Gary, you kind of prefaced it by saying that you were already sort of prepping for the things that you want to buy. So yes. can you give us an idea of like what you're looking to buy this year and like how you're prepping for it? Yeah, so I'm still kind of um, revamping my my home office slash uh, gaming setup. Um, so I'm looking for a couple things to uh, kind of trick that out. I'm looking for a TV and a mount to put like above um, my monitors and set up possibly a new monitor as well. Although cool. you're scaring me with the chip shortages. I know. Um, I, I hate to say it. I know. Like, so I don't think TVs are as bad. Um, like the thing is, you're going to be able to find stuff and it's going to be fine. Um I'm just like, so I work in technology and one of the things that I, that slowed me down on some decisions is there was monitors that I used to buy for like 130 to $160. And they're now typically at 230 to 240 or more. Um, And they're also not like prime shipped. 
right? These used to be things that it could be like, hey, I need a new station tomorrow and I would just buy it today. No, I have it Friday. Now it's like I'm paying nearly $100 more and it's coming in. Yeah. Yeah, it might not be the best time to upgrade to the kind of monitor that I wanted then because I was going to look for one uh, with HDMI 2.1, which is... um, for those that don't know, like, um, you know, the current HDMI ports are 2.0, I believe. You can correct me if I'm wrong on anything. Um, but HDMI 2.1 has the ability to uh, display 4K at 60 frames per second, which is something that would be awesome for gaming, as well as, um, you know, movies and TV, stuff yeah. like that. So you would be like future proof, um, you know, getting an HDMI 2.1, you know, TV or monitor. So that's something that I'm in the market for. Um, another thing, you know, just random stuff, uh, HDMI switch, I still need, um, to switch back and forth between my work laptop and my, um, you know, gaming so computer, sort of like a docking and station sort of thing. Correct. Correct. Cool. Yeah. So I need to figure that whole mess out. Um, and then, uh, just some furniture for the house, actually, maybe I should buy it from Wayfair so I can return it uh, and then keep it. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> I would say Gary, you're not wrong there. Um, if you want a plant stand, uh, I have one. Uh, <laughs> I love how you're like whispering it to me. Like, like I'm like looking around like, so here, like, yeah. hey, there's yeah. a plant stand. I'm looking at it right now. It was a bitch for me to put it back <laughs> in the box. So holy shit. That really? Was a mission. Yeah, I didn't. I'm so mad that I even did that. I just should have just done the return. That must have been a baller plant stand. You said it was over 70 bucks. You can't put it back in the box. Like, what the fuck does this thing look like? Um, it's like a multi-layered stand. So like the idea is it's like maybe like four feet tall, maybe a little bit taller than that. And then it's got different levels to put like potted plants on. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. So you, you so it was defective or you just didn't like it? I can't remember. Uh, a a combination of both. It was really more I didn't like it, but it was also not <laughs> like, you know, I could have lived with the def- like the defects if I really liked it that much. Um, fair enough the color and we're really getting in the weeds here yeah we are Uh, sorry charlie Um, chop that shit up um yeah (laughs) but anyway yeah so you've got a number of things that you're looking to buy they're not all technology related stuff which i'm glad you mentioned because for me the only thing i do want that's really kind of tech related is a tv which i'm kind of i've also got in my own head where i'm like crap i want a tv for this room but thankfully i don't want like a super nice high-end one i'm kind of just getting one that's like a placeholder for like uh, the particular room that I'm in right now. It's not going to be my main TV to watch, just something to be able to stream or do something if I need to. So um, that's one of them. But honestly, for me, most of it's like bedding. <laughs> um, like it, It's <laughs> like good. clothes, honestly, more oh, clothes. Oh, I forgot one big thing. I forgot one big thing, a Roomba or something Ooh. similar to that. Yeah. So, so if there's any good recommendations on that, uh, I'm all ears. I would definitely say in this case, Amazon's probably the way to go. Um, I think when it comes to household appliances, um, from what I've heard is like, that's not where the chip shortages are really affecting highly. Uh, It's typically a lot of the bigger types of things like vehicles and then a lot of computer related parts. Um, But again, like I said, it doesn't mean that you can't find deals. Um, There's definitely a lot of areas that are trying to offload um, just product. So um, a couple of the things that you should kind of look into, and I'm going to actually refer to back to a previous episode where we discussed um, some discounting apps too, which is using Honey and Rakuten. Um, 
I would say check out that episode. I don't know the number offhand, uh, but that's something you want to keep installed, actually, because I think it's going to help some of your Black Friday shopping. Um, there are certain websites that are going to be providing more cash back during this time, which could honestly push you from making a decision to purchase from one retailer or another. If one retailer is giving you like 8% back um, and it's the same price as where you can get it somewhere else, and if maybe you don't care as much about the shipping option or whatever that is, um, it can help you kind of go through the motions of buying something a little bit more effectively. Um, but there's a lot of deal aggregators that you want to look out for, uh, one of which is going to be Slick Deals. I believe we might have mentioned that in that previous episode too. Um, there's one called Kinja Deals. Um, and then you can also go on Twitter um, for uh, a lot of these different types of things. So, um, you know, I'm going to make an example for me when it comes to shoes. Uh, I used to follow Sneaker Steel. And I know nothing about shoes. So this was a great way for me to sort of follow, hey, this shoe is just out. It's probably limited time to buy it. And you can go ahead and jump on that. So in this case, there's fat kid deals for more technology related stuff. Um, but I would say um, sort of kind of like what Gary mentioned is um, aggregating sort of your own personal list of what you're looking for. Um, if you don't have a list already, you're probably going to be going on QVC and buying way too much dumb stuff. Um, <laughs> but I tend to do this. I like to go sort of brand based. Um, I kind of trust maybe a brand or so. And then um, it sounds kind of old school, but I subscribe to their email newsletters. I think this is sort of the best time to do that because then they start emailing you and telling you exactly what's coming out. A very easy way to just know what the discount codes are right off the bat. Um, and then lastly is really just kind of going through a standard Google search. If you know sort of the product or things that you're looking for, um, you'll find a ton of sites like CNET or like Tech Advisor that are just going to aggregate a lot of reviews about what kind of products look like they're going to be on sale or on sale early. Um, so you can kind of keep a lookout for them. I will add also um, for my TV search, a good site that I was using. And this oh, is yeah. for all tech stuff is uh, R-Tings. R have you used that one? Oh, yeah. That site? Um, yeah. Isn't that, I, I think that's supposed to be ratings. Ratings? Okay. Yeah. I just I just like <laughs> R-Tings. Like it's like things but without the H. Um, yeah. So it's ratings without the A though. Um, yeah. And then obviously obviously Reddit. Uh, we've talked about that in the past. Like um, you just Google. You just, just Google give search, a follow you know. up for our uh, audience members for ratings.com. It's a really good website to actually compare different models of stuff together. Um, so I, I don't even know how to describe it. I remember when I was looking for a TV last, they have all these different like features for it. You know, they're going to have like lighting and full array dimming versus local dimming. And like, honestly, who yep. knows what most yep. of that stuff means, but you can go to this website and it's reputable to tell you, Hey, you should choose this model over this model. And this is what our reviews are for these two models. Yeah, it is really good. And also like the thing I like about it is it'll, it'll have, like you said, like those different characteristics of each um, sort of product. So like for TVs, you know, you have your TVs that are better for like movies, some that are better for video games, like the ones that get like really, really dark, like with the black uh, color, you know, those are good for movies. The ones that are good at dimming, oh, yes. good in a dark room, that sort of thing. Um, so you can kind of compare and contrast that way. And then, like you said, also like the different brands, I, I was able to learn basically not to buy uh, oh, this really like quickly. Samsung For TV stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
No, that well, there's like a Samsung, which I think of as a good brand, but there's a particular line of like the TU seven thousand or something like that that they were like, do not buy this one. This is how um, I know Gary's so been I, deep in this research and for I, the last yes, couple of and weeks. And I saw this one at Costco. It's like a sixty-five inch Samsung for like five hundred bucks or something. I'm like, holy shit, I need to get this. And um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure it would be fine, but like, you know, the point is like, I can probably find a better deal elsewhere. So. That along with Reddit, I just, I like Reddit and I trust it more because it's like, you know, you know that it's like actual people um, and that like yeah. the people, you, you know, everyone is kind of upvoting the comments that they agree with more so. Um, so it's not just like one website article that's trying to sell you on a particular one. You can kind of see like what the popular opinion is of people who know about a particular subject like TVs or computers or whatever it is. We have an episode on Reddit as well that you should check out. So I, I agree with all of that, Gary. I think honestly, the ratings mention is very underrated. Um, that's exactly how I looked up like when I was looking up TVs for myself. Uh, because again, it's hard, especially with a lot of the models and technology that's out there. It's just going to be tough to know what's good and what's bad. Uh, and I think particularly is um, knowing price. Uh, and price fluctuations. Any website can just tell you, hey, this is 30% off and you're saving this much money. Uh, but it's really hard to really know if that's the case. But if you're a big Amazon shopper, um, the last website we want to drop here is going to be, uh, it's a little strange, camelcamelcamel.com. Uh, it's a price tracker on Amazon. So you can search for a product um, and it can give you the general prices uh, that it's been over time. And then you can also set up a notification if you want to know that, um, the product has dropped to a certain price level in case you want to do that. Um, I've actually never used it on that website. I've only done that on another website to help buy video games. Um, and lastly, on that note, if you're looking to buy a video game console, you re I, I really hope for you. Uh, I hope the best for you. I don't it's think it's crazy I, to me that there's still shortages after a year. I think um, the landscape there is terrible. So good luck. No, and I and I have a family friend who's trying to get a PS5 now again um, for the holidays. And you know, honestly, the, the, when I you know way back when a year ago um, when I was able to get my PS5, I I was following Wario sixty four on Twitter. I'm, oh my god. This random ass Twitter account that just like will tweet like a million deals for like video game related stuff. Um, so it gets a little exhausting after a while. It was if you the have, worst like, experience of my life. On. Yes. Yeah. But um, in the early days, like the first few days that the PS5 was out, that was mostly what they were tweeting about. So thankfully I was able to get on and get one um, from Amazon that right away. But, nice. um, Hell yeah. I, yeah, I actually, uh, I was able to get three of them and then... <laughs> Uh, sold two of them wow. uh, to two of uh, our friends at uh, at cost. I didn't I didn't take any profits. I remember I was well. in a group chat for all of this um, between you know Gary and Charlie were in this group chat. This is also before I actually met Gary, so this was also some of this um, early rapport building and banter. Uh, mm -hmm. And for me, I realized um, after being in the group and getting all these notifications, I really just sat back and thought about whether I really needed a PS five and whether I wanted <laughs> it. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm actually not that interested in getting a PS five right now. I don't even have time to play that much video games. Uh, and then I just dropped my whole pursuit of it. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty difficult, but um, again, I would say just like, you know, they usually, you know, the retailers who who sell those video game consoles usually will announce ahead of time, like, hey, we're dropping some, you know, at noon on such and such day. 
Um, so just be on the lookout on their Twitter pages and stuff like that. And I will say like, best of luck to you, uh, because there's people scooping them up with bots still. I know that Walmart and GameStop have like kind of preferred access that you can like pay for now that you get access like an hour before everyone else, which is kind of lame, but I guess it kind of mitigates the bots as well. You know, I'm going to walk back what I said earlier about how, like, why does anyone want to go to a store this year? Maybe that's why they want to go to a story this year. Possibly. Because they have a little bit more of a chance to get something in store than bots swooping it up online. Yeah. I don't know what the case is with video game consoles for that. I know last year they were all online. Um, I think they still have been throughout the year. But um, the only other thing I would say about those, since that's going to be a hot holiday item, is... If you get on and you find it in stock and you place it in your cart and it gives you an error, keep trying. Keep Just trying. keep on trying it for like 30 minutes because I'm telling you, that's how I was able to get like two out of the three. And then uh, my brother-in-law got one as well that way. I was just like, keep freaking clicking, add to cart on Walmart. And he was <laughs> like, I got one. Holy shit. So yeah, just don't All give right. up. Don't give up hope. We're gonna end this on high energy after Gary's hot take. Just remember, keep keep adding to cart. You'll get through the checkout. We hope. But lastly, we dropped a lot of links here um, and just a lot of different services that you can use. We're gonna add those all to the links in the bio for the show notes. Uh, so keep a lookout for that. And um, we hope that you have a great holiday shopping experience. Um, So for all of our new listeners and some of the old, uh, make sure to check out the Fat Charlie content as as well as other polls on at Not To Be Technical on Instagram. Um, Check out other content on Twitter at Not To Be Tech and uh, stay tuned for the next episode next week. (laughs) 